It is December 25th, 2021. This is the KOLL Podcast Playoff Edition Christmas Show. What is going on, listeners and league mates alike? This is the KOLL Christmas edition and a little forewarning. There's no Christmas involved here. Well, week one of the playoffs is in the books. Uh, Some hard-fought matchups, but in the end, there were two who advanced and two who will be looking forward to next season. In the first matchup, who's Justice Beaver the number three seed falls to the six seed, the Fontes Inferno, 126.4 to 121.92. And now, of course, obviously, if you're listening to this, you know who's Justice Beaver is my, my squad. And I just want to tell you how much it hurts to have lost by four and a half points having started Jerry Judy when I knew damn well I shouldn't have started Jerry Judy. As soon as my playoff matchup was available to be edited, I took Jerry Judy out of my lineup. I took Marquise Brown out of my lineup. I took Kyle Pitts out of my lineup and I set my lineup and I said, set it and forget it. And then for some reason, I woke up Sunday morning and I had this weird feeling in the pit of my gut that I didn't trust Deontay Foreman. I said, you know what? I'm going to put in Jerry Judy and I'm going to take Foreman out. That, ladies and gentlemen, was a mistake. Uh, Here's a list of players that I could have played instead of Jerry Judy that would have won me this week. Amir Abdullah, Deontay Foreman, Dearness Johnson, Hollywood Brown, Amon Ra St. Brown, Ricky Seals-Jones, Kyle Pitts, and oh yeah, the guy I traded to get Jerry Judy, Antonio Gibson. So there's this empty feeling in the pit of my stomach. As many of you know, I have never gotten first place in a fantasy football league. Not one time I won a fantasy baseball playoff. I have never been a fantasy football champion. I told you I'm always at the dance and I could never get over the hump. Perennial first round exit. And here I am again, Devontae's Inferno. Mark goddamn Andrews, 35 and a half points. It seems like every freaking play. Tyler Huntley's throwing the ball to Mark Andrews, and no one seems to be able to stop it, and it's very annoying. Speaking of annoying, Dallas, goddamn Goddard, that brings me to another thing. At the at the very end of the Seahawks game, Russell Wilson threw an interception, and I said, oh my god, that's what I needed. I was losing by two and a half. Russell Wilson throws an interception, minus four. I said, no way. It happened. That's what I needed, and it happened. And then I Flipped it over to the Eagles game, and Dallas Goudert gets a 7-yard catch, and then immediately a 25-yard catch right after, and it was all over from there. Big sigh of relief that I still have one fantasy football team who was favored to win by 30 in his in their fantasy playoffs, so I'm not dead yet. But, unfortunately for me and the KOLL, my season is over. Devontae's Inferno, congrats my friend. 
on the other side of the playoff bracket forever on clean for all the good luck he was having during his long win streak. It all evaporated into thin air this week, falling to the DeLongles 137.1 to 91.54. Forever Unclean got what he needed from Justin Herbert, 25 points. He he heard it on the podcast. He said what he needed. Unfortunately, his next highest score was Jacoby Myers at 11.3. He had DK Metcalf at 11.2. And nobody else on his team managed to score double-digit points. For the DeLongles, steady, consistent across the board. He had Josh Allen leading the way with 24.5. Then he had Jimmy G at 15.8. Darnell Mooney, 11.6. J-Rob, 17.8. Chris Godman, 10.9. Debo Samuel, 18.9. Consistent across the board is what it got it done again this week for the DeLongles. And now those two are moving on to take on our top two seeds. Um, in the toilet bowl, the Long Island Beast defeated the Thick Dicks to save himself the trouble of the toilet bowl. And the Ethiopians squeaked one out against the Melonheads, keeping the Melonheads in the toilet bowl bracket. That brings us into week 16, the second round of the playoffs, the semifinals, and here is what is going down. We'll start it off with the toilet bowl. Austin 316 is taking on the Melonheads. The loser of that matchup will go to the toilet bowl finals to face the loser of the Thick Dicks and the Oracle. I would want it no other way. In the matchup that will determine who finishes 7th and who finishes 8th, it will be the Long Island Beasts and the Etielians. And in the matchup that will decide who is 5th and who is 6th, whose Justice Beaver takes on forever on clean. Point to note there, the finishing in the toilet bowl has no bearing on the draft position, so everyone understands wherever you finished. In the regular season rankings for the Toilet Bowl teams, the the bottom six, that is your draft order. The top six teams, your draft order will be determined by where you finish in the tournament. That brings us to the actual semifinals of the playoffs. The two-seed Nick Top Greg Bottom comes in as a 16-point underdog against number four DeLongles. This is the DeLongles starting Lineup, Jimmy Garoppolo, Saquon Barkley, James Robinson, Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Debo Samuel, Darnell Mooney, Chase Edmonds, and Josh Allen. Nick Top Greg Bottoms going to counter him this week with Kyler Murray, Najee Harris, Darren Hilliard, who has already played, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, Alan Lazard, Zacherts, Mark Ingram, Justin Jefferson, and Derek Carr. I'm going to have my eyes on this matchup. This is very intense, uh, very tight, I'm, and my eyes is very tight. Unfortunately, Nick Top Greg Bottom only got the three points from Hilliard, whereas the DeLongles had, I uh, didn't write it down, but I think he had 20-something from Debo Samuel. He also had Jimmy Garoppolo on Thursday night. I should have wrote that down. I didn't. What are you going to do? On the other side of the semifinals, number one seed, the longest yard, looking to run the table. 
number one preseason? Can he finish number one in the postseason? They are a 21-point favorite this week against number six, Devontae's Inferno. The away team, the visitors, Devontae's Inferno, will come out with Russell Wilson, David Johnson, Daryl Henderson, Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk, um, not Chase Edmonds, um, Jamar Chase. I just wrote Chase. Christian Kirk and A.J. Green, Tyler Johnson, and those goddamn tight ends, Mark Andrews and Dallas Goddard, and Kirk Cousins as a superflex. Long, longest yard has Tom Brady, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Devontae Parker, Tim Patrick, Devontae Freeman, Tyreek Hill, Miles Gaskin, and Matt Stafford as the Superflex. Good luck, gentlemen. This is K-O-L-L first season, inaugural season of a dynasty. I can't wait to crown a champion. Now I want to talk a little bit of business, so bear with me here. Okay, so here we go. Um, a much deliberation. I thought I think about this league a lot. I want to make the league as as fun as possible, as enjoyable as possible for everybody. I want I want commitment in this league. I want to see this is this is a, a description that I gave to the other league that I commissioned because I was having issues with guys not not starting the proper players, not not paying attention, giving up because I didn't have a good record. I hate that. So this is what how I want to put it to you guys. Now you guys have played baseball with me before. No, a lot of you have played baseball with me for a long time. We didn't always have a great record. No doubt about it. But when I had the ball in my hand and I was on the mound, my goal was to prove every single time I was the best pitcher on that day, bar none. I don't care what your record is. I don't care where you're at in the season. I don't care. Everybody has five minutes. Listen, every time I take a dump in the toilet, I open up all my fantasy football apps and I don't get up until I'm satisfied with what I've done on those apps to make sure I have a, a proper team. That is three times a day sometimes. All week long, 15 times. I'm opening my sleeper app is not hard, Dylan, while you're sitting in your little smoking circle. Open your phone up, look at your fantasy app, make some moves, make your team better, but let's show me some effort. Listen to the podcast. I'm ranting now. But my goal is to have a perfect league with 12 guys who want it to be as seriously fun as possible. That's what I want. A seriously fun fantasy football league. Take it seriously, but have a lot of fun. So with that being said, I have some rule changes ideas that I wanted to throw out there. We will vote on them. 7 out of 12 7 out of 12, once we vote, will change the rule. Here are the rule changes I had in mind. My first rule change is because when I was thinking about this dynasty, I even right now, I see players on the waiver wire who I think in a dynasty, they should be rostered. I mean, these are names. They, they make sense. They're productive. I think that they should be rostered. In a dynasty league. So my first rule change proposal is to increase the active roster to 25. Right now it is only 21 with a three-man taxi squad, so 24. It might even only be 18. I have to look into it. I'm not really sure at this point. But what I want to do is increase the active roster to 25. I want to see 
rookies who haven't gotten a chance yet on rosters. I want to see third string running backs on rosters. This is what I want. I don't want mad scrambles after the waiver wire all the time because so-and-so got hurt. I want these guys to already be on rosters. I want... If a starter gets hurt, I want these to be trade assets, trade targets. This is what I want. This is just like the NFL. They have four string guys on their team. Why? Because when the starter gets hurt, a guy has a chance to prove himself. He becomes a trade tar- a, a trade asset. I want to increase the active roster to 25. We will vote on that. We'll see what you guys do. My other rule change idea is to change it to a half-point PPR, which I think is the right way to go. When I set up the league, I swear to God, I made a half-point PPR, but then as the season progressed, I realized everyone's getting a point per reception. I think that's too many. I want to just decrease that to a half-point PPR. I think that's the fairest way to play, and I hope that you guys agree. My third rule change idea is this right now when i set up this league i purposefully made a a no bonus points for 100 yards for you know 100 yards rushing 100 yards receiving i took that bonus point away because as i was thinking about it i was like you know that happens so often now i feel like i feel like you i i don't even think about a running back having a good game unless he hits the 100 mark but as this season goes has gone on and i really paid attention to it I realize it's not really that common. In fact, 100-yard games seem to kind of be a little more scarce than I remember. So what I want to do is bring those bonus points back. Uh, whether it be one or two, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll go one for 100, three for 200 or something like that. Get those bonus points back and give those players 100 yards. Is a, it's a milestone, and it's impressive, and it should be rewarded. Next rule change idea is to decrease the interception penalty to minus three. It is currently minus four. And the reason I did that was because the standard is four points for a touchdown. We do six, so that's two. Um, And then an interception is usually minus two, and we do minus four because that's two. But what I thought about was maybe it's not a two-point difference. Maybe it's a 50% difference. Instead, you know, four divided by two is two. So what I think is we should do is is split the difference just like the four and two is and go six and three. I personally think the six-point touchdown is it's great. It's fun. I want to keep that. But I think maybe we should decrease the interceptions to minus three. We'll, we'll have you guys let us know. The next thing is kind of goes hand in hand with what I was saying before I dro- started dropping the rule changes. And that is that I want to have a penalty for starting inactive players. I understand when a guy turns up inactive at 12.50 and you didn't have a chance to see it. Me personally, I'm looking at my lineup at 12.55 every day. 10 minutes before every game, I'm making sure my lineup is proper. Not everybody has that opportunity or ability. People work on Sundays, I guess. I don't know. Um, but in my opinion, the majority of the time, and now this will have to be something that is edited by the commissioner, it is not a, a rule that I can implement on the app, but I can absolutely change scores. And what I want to do is supply a penalty, whether it be three points, five points, whatever, for inactive players. And I also want to throw out there that if you have, if, if it becomes a habit, I understand, you know, like I said, I understand missing it one time. I, maybe I can't even, but listen, 
I said it once, I said it twice, I'm going to say it one more time now. You need to start a roster or you're going to be out of the league. If this if this is, this is not like an agreeable thing for you, that's fine. But I want 12 guys who that is very agreeable to them and they realize that a league needs integrity and they realize that a league needs to be full of guys who treat it that way. You know, that's the kind of league I want. If that's not the kind of league you're in it for, if you're in it for the money, if you're in it for, I don't know, what else you could be in it for, please, this is not the league for you. I have somebody else who can take your place who will treat it seriously fun like I want it to be. My next rule change is to decrease the fab that we start with every year. Right now it's $100. I want to decrease it to 25 um, and kind of just for the same reasons about the 25-man rosters that I want, I don't want there to be a lot of players getting picked up on waivers. And thus, I want people to treat their fab with a little bit more uh, tender care, if you will. Um, making decisions, uh, I think that would make fab as a trade asset. It would be, uh, you know... It'd be more of a trade asset if there was less fab. And that also kind of goes in with the next idea I had, which is to reward the highest scoring team each week with additional fab. Maybe even maybe just $5 fab. The highest scoring team every week as a reward gets $5 fab. Or uh, I don't know. You guys have any ideas? Throw it out there. Um, uh, which kind of leads me into the next thing, which is if you have any rule change ideas, throw them out there. I'm probably going to like share a document or something. Maybe there's an app that I can send out where we can vote on these specific rules. And then if anybody else has any rule ideas, I'd love to hear them. Um, if not, that's fine. I got a list of rules right here, uh, rule changes right here, and we'll vote on these and we'll see what the future of the league looks like. The next thing I would like to announce is I kind of decided to come up with a little tradition. I was talking to my boys, uh, you know, Greg and Bob about the podcast and we all we kind of came up with this idea and I'd like to make it a tradition, a tradition. So without further ado, I would like to announce at season's end, the roast of our league's champion. Clap it up. Uh, there will be a roast. I implore everybody to, again, I talked about maybe we could do it on Zoom. I have no idea. Maybe not. Maybe we'll just do it on this podcast and I'll release it. But if anybody else is interested in roasting and being part of this terrific new tradition I'd like to implement, uh, please reach out and get in on this roast. We would love to have you. Um, one more little tidbit of business, though, before we go. It's about the KOLL podcast, and here is kind of where I'm going with this. Pretty much from halfway through the season until right now, we did get good listenership last week on the Devontae's Inferno episode, getting him on. Definitely boosted the ratings. But overall, since about halfway through the season, we're only getting about half of the league listening um, I, I can see how many people listen to each episode, and I can more than guarantee you half the league has not been listening to the podcast, which is totally okay. Um, I'm not mad or anything about that. 
Uh, I know me personally, if I wasn't the commissioner of this league hosting the podcast, I'd be pretty fucking pumped up if somebody else made a podcast about my league. And I would never miss an episode. But a lot of you, you know, you don't have time. You don't have the the means. You don't drive an hour every day like I do to get to work. Um, so I understand that. But for that reason, I've decided, uh, along with my other podcast uh, uh, participants, that next year the KOLL podcast will have no longer than 15-minute episodes. Uh, maybe 20 if we get people on uh, to talk, but overall the KOLL will only have 15-minute episodes, no more hour-long listens. I'm hoping that gives everybody in our league specifically, a chance to listen to the podcast, to have time to listen to the podcast. And maybe it'll generate more interest in people wanting to come on, reaching out to me. Like, it's one thing when I reach out to you and you come on, that's great. But reach out to me, man. Come on this podcast. Be excited. I love it. I, I hope most of you like it. And it's only going to be better the more you guys come on and, and talk and talk shit and talk strategy. It's only going to make it funner. But for those of you who enjoy listening to me for an hour or two hours every single week, I have news for you as well, as I will be releasing a brand new podcast probably during this offseason called Destination Fantasy Football. You will be able to hear myself every single week. You'll be able to hear Greg and Bob sometimes, maybe often. I'm not sure. Maybe not often at all. And I implore all of you also to come on to this podcast as well. Listen, I want to have a good time. I want to have fun. And you know what? If one day I can start making money off of this podcast, oh, that would be fantastic. But overall, I just enjoy the conversation. Um, I, I want to have people listening. So I think that if I can make a second podcast, that's more of a general fantasy football podcast and less about our league while still doing our league's podcast for 15 minutes a week, then I think I can broaden my horizons and develop some listeners, maybe some followers and who knows, maybe in a few years, your boy hit the big time. With that being said, this was the KOL Podcast. Good luck to everybody this week in the playoffs. Enjoy your football. That's it. That's the end of the podcast. No, really, stop listening. Turn it off. 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 Bye.